Hey guys, we got Papa Bear and Big Dog here. We're talking wide receivers for week one, and we're looking at, at a combination of who you're going to draft for kind of your full year draft, top players, and also a couple of top value players that could be really good on DraftKings, people that might be uh, seeing some moves in preseason from maybe number two position to number one, uh, could be good value picks. So uh, we've both got a couple of guys lined up, so I'm going to kick it off to Big Dog to start it off. Yep, all right. First, I want to start... Um Last week, I didn't really follow the instructions, and I kind of went off to be a path a little bit with some of the running backs I talked about. Yeah, Rawls and Deion Lewis both uh, looking good, huh? <laughs> What's that? Rawls and Lewis, a uh, little news coming out in the past week about them. So Yeah, so a little update on Lewis. He, he needs to get his uh, a little touch-up uh, surgery on his knee. Um, a little touch-up. Let's go in there fix a few things. But, uh, yeah, so he's definitely going to be questionable. Um well, you can touch on the running backs again uh, uh, closer to week one. But for the top wide receivers here, uh, my number one no-brainer, um, I don't know how you could draft a team without him. It's Antonio Brown. Uh, he's the best fantasy player overall, all the positions right now. Uh, he's an absolute must-draft. Number two, uh, I love this guy, Julio Jones. Huge, fast, great hands. Um, I think he's, he's also another in the no-brainer category. And uh, number three, um, the guys in my fantasy league know I always try to get him is Brandon Marshall. <clears throat> I think, especially with um, Fitzpatrick coming back this year, it's going to be another great season for him. Um, he kind of falls out of the top five wide receiver category, I think, if you look at other people's standings. But uh, in my opinion, he's, he's absolutely in the top five, and you normally can find a little bit of value, not huge value, but a little bit there in DraftKings. Um Number four, this is going against uh, my little big dog's rules to live by um, book here, and uh, that would be Des Bryant. I normally stay away from any Cowboy players, but I think uh, Des is going to have a much better season than he did last year. I was big on him going into last season. He didn't put up the numbers, the top numbers I thought he would, but I think this year he's not going to have uh, another season like he did last, and he'll really rebound. Um, a guy I'm not big on is Odell Beckham. Every, everyone loves him. Uh, they think he's he's up there right with Antonio Brown. But in my mind, it, it's I, I just can't see it. Um, he get, it's very easy to get under his skin. We saw him like with the multiple fights on the field last season, especially with the Panthers. Um, I just think teams are going to figure him out. He, he's not that big of a body. And... I, I just can't see it. Like a few years ago, Victor Cruz is the number one receiver for the Giants. He, he just like completely fell off. I know he had some injuries, but I'm just I'm just not huge on Beckham. Um, any upside on Beckham is that uh, McAdoo, the new head coach, was an offensive coordinator the last two years. He had success turning the offense around. Uh, they were struggling. He got time to improve. So if you are looking for upside there, that's definitely there. Yeah, def- definitely agree with that about Beckham. Um, Julio Jones is on my list. He was my number one. Uh, he, you know, he had the most uh, targets last year in the NFL. So uh, he, if he gets in the end zone more, I mean, he, he's going to be a full-year stud for sure. Uh, 
Des Bryant, I really like on that list. Uh, I agree. I think last year he had a rough year, but I think a, a majority of that is tied to Romo. And I think yeah. with the way that Dak Prescott has been playing, it's kind of more of an insurance policy, even if Romo does go down. I um, feel a lot better having that guy thrown to him than any of the guys that they had um, you know, as back in the Cowboys last year. So I don't think you should ever avoid drafting uh, a wide receiver because a quarterback might get injured. Uh, but obviously we know it's a risk with him. So if that is on your mind, I think that, that kind of uh, quells some of those fears. So uh, I like those picks. And, and Antonio Brown, definitely a solid. Um, Brandon Marshall, <laughs> I agree that he's going to do well with Fitz. But as a Bills fan and somebody who's seen Fitz go through a number of different teams, um, I think Fitz is going to blow it this year. I think he's going to suck. He's going to come out, have a couple of good games, and then he's going to do a classic Ryan Fitzpatrick and just shit the bet. So, uh, I mean, but that, that's... If he does that and starts messing with the mental game of Marshall, which he's not that solid, so I can see that. Yeah, so, I mean, that that's that's my opinion, but, but I agree. I think he gives, at least from week one, he gives Marshall the best um, best option to succeed. Uh, so, going over my guys, I mean, you took Julio Jones, he's my number one. Uh, number two, in terms of uh, a value... I think is uh, Brandon Cooks on the Saints. He had a really good back half of the year last year. Um, by all indications, he's only improving in training camp moving forward. He's got Drew Brees thrown to him. So I don't think he's really high on a lot of lists. So, But he could score, uh, you know, 20-plus a game. So that's a guy that you should definitely keep an eye on. Um, my two and so I kind of have like two guys in the third position, and they're both Ravens. And the reason why they're like both there, um, Kmore Aiken and C. Smith Senior. So interesting dynamic there. Um, Aiken killed it at the end of last year. I mean, twenty plus points every week for the uh, last couple of weeks. He is listed as number two behind Smith right now. Um, Smith is older; he's coming off an ankle injury. So when he's healthy. He's a great guy, but he's 37 now, coming off an injury, and you've got a much younger guy in Aiken um, right behind him. So uh, both of those guys are in the $4,000 range on DraftKings right now. I think both of them are a really good value pick at, at that range. So um, I, I would lean more towards Aiken over Smith, mostly because of age. Um, but I think those are two guys yeah. that definitely keep an eye on, especially for value. And then finally... Uh, what I would put in fourth is Jordan Matthews on the Eagles. So Matthews had a really good year last year. Only wild card is kind of a new coach. Um, you know, Chip Kelly obviously had a fast offense through, ran a lot of plays. Um, with Doug Peterson, you got to imagine that they're going to slow it down, you know, relative compared to Chip Kelly. So that could mean a reduction in uh, your receptions, yards, plays, whatever. Um, but that being the case, still is a, a top performer. So uh, he definitely, I think, in the fourth position, could be a, a good pickup. No, no Sammy Watkins. <laughs> no, no Sammy Watkins right now. He's probably going to be uh, on my draft board when we get to our full year. But uh, I don't know exactly where. The Bills are, are killing me right now with all these moves, cutting Carlos Williams, Marcel Degas going into uh, uh, rehab. But we pitch a shutout against the Giants in preseason, so I don't know how much that really says, but <laughs> that's kind of yeah. where we're at. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, I mean, uh, there's definitely a, a lot of uh, 
a lot of room for movement on the wide receiver chart. I mean, if you look at the um, full year players from last year, it's almost a little misleading because you got a lot of value picks. You got a lot of people score 20 plus points um, coming into a new offense. And then um, we got somebody we didn't even talk about is Jordy Nelson. He could be, uh, I mean, in some cases, he could be a, a number of uh, first round pick, but we haven't seen him for a year. So it's really hard to say, is he a value pick? Is he overrated? Um, we might need a couple of games, but to not draft him at all for a full year, I think would be a risk. Yeah, I've seen him in the top 10, uh, most, most lists uh, by the pros here. Uh, he's normally in the top 10. Yeah, yeah, I definitely think top 10 for wide receivers makes sense. And then another one, Josh Gordon. I mean, we, uh, we don't know. he hasn't played forever either. But um, yeah, uh, I got I, I to ask you a question. Um, are we are we Cleveland fans now? Yeah, I think we. I'm yeah. just gonna say that um, it's a this is a little weird because we're talking, we're kind of trying to gear this towards week one and, and he's suspended. But holy shit, come week five, I cannot wait. Like I really think they could be they could be must see TV um, between him, RG three, like. Manziel out, RG3 in, Josh Gordon coming back. You got Terrell Pryor catching 50-yard bombs. Like, it could be it could be awesome. Yeah. Um, so I actually am ready for a big turnaround from them. Yeah, that would be that would be a hell of a team to watch. I, I'm excited. I mean, I, as much as I like to joke about it, I, I think RG3 really got the run into the deal um, in Washington. So if he pulls it together, fuck, it could be electric. Agreed with your blog. Um, <laughs> getting rid of the wife, always a good thing normally when it comes to sports or fiancés or girlfriends. This that's across sports. Roy McIlroy dumped. Next thing you know, he's just torn, tearing up the PGA. Um, and then he's already tattooed his new girlfriend's name on his arm. That's a questionable move. That is a questionable move by human standards, but not by football standards. By football, you kind of want a guy who's a little fucking crazy, right? You got a guy who's going to get out there, no fear, can step into into defense and throw a 50-yard bomb to, to Pryor. So, um, yeah, absolutely a, a crazy regular person move, but by football standards, kind of like it. Yeah. Oh man, who knows? Maybe uh, maybe by week five we can figure out how to do a live uh, live podcast from a Browns uh, tailgate. That'd be pretty sweet. <laughs> Head up to uh, to Cleveland. I'm down for that. No, but, didn't say I would ever do. Didn't think I would ever do that. Didn't think I would ever do that. Absolutely not. But uh, let, let's uh, let's start planning for that. All right, legit. I think that's a good rundown of wide receivers. Obviously, a lot of movement could happen between now and the start of week one. So we got to keep an eye on things. Probably have an update to this, I would assume, between this one and, and the um, running back blog at some point. But uh, as of right now, I think these are some solid picks. Who do we got next week? Quarterbacks? Or who are we going for? Uh, let's do uh, let's do tight ends next week. We got a a few tight ends. Yeah. Some tight ends. Yeah. Let's do. Um, yeah, and let's do. I think we uh, do quarterbacks last, maybe. So maybe we got a couple of rookies or a couple of new guys that we like. RG three um, that we yeah. might want to keep an eye on. Goff, I don't think is in the conversation, but maybe see another game of, of him. Yeah. All right. Well, for those watching, make sure you tune into our blog this week and try to stay up to date as possible with any fantasy news coming out, um, as well as just like what's going on around the league. Uh, 
mainly focus on the NFL right now, but make sure you uh, tune in. Absolutely. All right. Cheers. All right.